Welcome back to YouTube with the boys. So we have a fantastic episode on your favorite variety streamer, Connor Eats Pants. Wait, hey what? guys. Hey. Uh, thanks for coming to get me. I really appreciate it. Hey. I do not want to be here anymore. All right, just go. Uh, hang on. Go, go, go. Okay. Connor, Hello? why are you in? Why are you in jail? Uh, Valor, actually, is what I'm here for. Uh, stolen Valor. Fake military ID at a Chick-fil-A does not go You know what, I don't have time uh, for this, Connor, you're coming with us. So, Connor Eats Pants is an amazing variety streamer and YouTuber. He has 230,000 subscribers on his channel, Connor Eats Pants Live. Um, 300,000 subscribers on his channel, um, Connor Eats Pants. He uploads much more often on the Connor Eats Pants Live. Um, he has about... Let's see, 690,000 followers on Twitch, and interestingly enough, 970,000 followers on Twitter, so his most followed platform is Twitter, which is kind of funny, you don't normally see that. But let's talk about Connor Eats Pants. So, I really enjoy Connor Eats Pants content. Um, to be honest, I won't lie, I didn't watch him that often before. But every time I've ever seen him, and in like any piece of media, I always think he's like a really fun guy. Um, yeah. Um, I, I always enjoy his content. I think he is very like, he knows his comedic timing very well. He, he's very much often someone I feel like in the background of maybe a more popular streamers, you know, um, stream or video, whether it be... Um, Ms. Kiff or Schlatt, and he's, like, very good at doing the comedic timing. He'll throw in a comment here or there, and you're like, wow, this guy's funny. Where has he been? And I, I do really enjoy his content. So let's get into more of the nitty-gritty. Um, Connor Eats Pants is a variety streamer and YouTuber, which is odd because you don't normally see many of those left on the platform. Um, he streams really often, almost every day. Um, I'm looking back, and if I look at his um, last played games, you go from Just Chatting, Lego Star Wars, um, the Skywalker Saga, Risk, Fortnite, Kirby and the Forgotten um, Land, and Minecraft. So yes, all across the board, he plays different games. Um, I know he's definitely into the Nintendo games. Um, you see him with that and some other things like Sonic content, um, a lot of the classics. Um, but he's a variety streamer which I really enjoy. I miss variety content. I'm a big variety enjoyer on Twitch. I think that like when you can go in every day and get something a bit different, um, it's really enjoyable. But that, that just may be me personally, because I find myself much more often watching streamers um, for, the, for the personality versus gameplay. I don't really go and watch, you know, streamers because they're the best CSGO streamer, the best League streamer, the best um, Fortnite player, Valorant player. I go and watch people because of their personality, and then depending on what the game they're playing, I'll follow them to it. So it's not like I'm, I'm a less game-dependent viewer. I don't really care what game you're playing as long as you're funny. Um, yeah. Um, and Connor plays a bunch of different games. Um, he has this very kind of dry sense of humor that I think is kind of applicable to um different circuit like a lot of different circumstances thoughts on privatized prisons in america um kirby's for it kirby owns like multiple prisons that's where he made his fortune i believe you're supporting a terrorist kirby is not a terrorist dude that was one time he didn't mean it it was an accident 
Kirby's moved on, and so should you. Yeah, he's he's grown as a person. So he makes a lot of group content. A lot of his recent videos on Connor Eats Pants Live, I've watched a few of them, um, which uh, he has 230,000 subscribers on. Looks like posts uh, at least like maybe two or three times a week. Um, is him playing with groups. He played in a Fortnite tournament. He played in a... He played, um... Another Fortnite tournament. He played a Pokemon Unite. Mario Kart Mario Kart tournament. And, like, other things like that. And in it, he would, like, make jokes about being, like, Connor Esports. And he would get a bunch of people to play together. And what's enjoyable about that is... I think that he has the ability to not be the overwhelming personality. A lot of times... When, you know, you have a streamer who's gathered the people for an event, you can have a tendency to take over, you know, the spotlight. And yes, you are the one who gathered them for the content, but there's no point in gathering them for the content if you're just going to talk over them and make all of the content about you. And what Connor seems to do really effectively from the group videos I've seen is he is able to kind of sit in the background. And I, and I know this may sound kind of silly. It's not like, you know, you may be saying, well, yeah, he has to, like, talk. And, you know, why is he letting others do the work for him? But that's not the point. The point is that he has the kind of um, the confidence and the ability to not try to oversteer or micromanage his content. He lets these personalities that these people he's brought together, you know, actually function, actually fluctuate. Yes, he'll throw into comments. But he makes it more of a, more of like a balance, more of a team effort. So it, it's it feels like I always talk about that you know, gaming and YouTubers are effective. YouTube gaming, it's effective when it feels like you're playing with a group of friends. So a lot of times you have fun in a lot of these online games when you are playing with a group of friends. It's when you get your funniest moments, where you laugh the most. Where you get funny bits, that's how it happens. And when you're playing with a group of friends, you're always on equal terms. There's not really someone leading the conversation. I mean, there may be some natural leaders, some natural people who talk more. But there's not, like, someone who's, like, heading the the Call of Duty team. You're just playing together. So when someone brings, like, a group together for content and then they make, you know, the whole game about them then it loses that friend's feel because they're not on equal terms. You are making content. It feels very, very generated in the way it's being made. But if you do what Connor does and kind of stay more on equal terms with everybody else, it then brings it back into this relaxed kind of friend group style, which makes, you know, the bits, I think, being a lot nat more natural and feels like a bunch of people just shooting the shit. Maybe Connor's got a big plan for us. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I, okay, Connor's oh, yeah. here with the plan. Thank you for introducing me, Stans. I actually do have a uh -huh. very big plan. It's so true. Okay. Huge plan. What were you guys discussing before I joined, just so I'm aware? Okay, so Emmy's going to play Pikachu. Ammo's going to play Ninetales. And we were just trying to figure out who's going to jungle. Unless that's you. Are you the big jungle man? I mean, if the team needs me to jungle, I can jungle. Oh, I'd love to hear that. I'm here for the team. I'm a team player, first and foremost, Stans. <laughs> which I think is a very enjoyable way to watch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Content. And that's not to say Connor can't get animated or actually make content himself. I watched a lot of videos as well where he, you know, just speaks um, to his, like, he's doing solo stuff. I was watching him, you know, um, play the Kirby game in a video. I went on stream last night to him to see him play Star Wars. It was, like, real time, and he knows, like, when to make jokes here. Um, I think he does a really good job when playing story games of interacting with the chat. I think a lot of times it seems like he's a very, um, very interactive chat, very, like, chat, like, the chat is as much a part of the content as the game is, and, you know, that really depends on, you know, your style of, like, what you prefer, because some people do just want to watch down and just watch, like, silent um, Kirby gameplay for, like, two hours. You know, you come home from, like, a long day of school or work, they just want to sit down and watch, you know, silent content, which if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Connor, on the other hand, kind of, I feel like it's more that the game is a vessel for bits and jokes as much as chat is. So he has these two things where chat, he and the, the game all kind of bounce off each other to agree as many kind of like jokes and funny quote like moments quote like funny moments quote unquote as possible. I believe that like more his style of content from what I've seen. Um, so as well as gaming, he also has done a fair amount of uh, react content it seems. Um, I've seen him reacting to different Nintendo announcements. It seems like he's also um, made a few tier lists. Um, yeah, so he's reacted to the Game Awards, Nintendo events, different releases, stuff like that. Um, and he seems to be pretty good at that. I think he does a really good job of editing them. I think that a lot of times, you know, people struggle between this balance of continuity in, um, you know, not being boring. Because when you're reacting to a video... You can skip, you know, if it's on stream, yeah, you just watch the video and then the funny parts of the funny marts, but you don't want to upload that whole video back on YouTube and he does a good job of kind of cutting it up and making it a bit more digestible. So I would give him um, hats off to that as well. Um, as for his um, Connor Eats Pants, like regular YouTube channel, I've just been talking about the live the whole time. Um, it's a bit odd. Um, it seems like a lot more of that React content less gaming, but, um, I mean, he did have some gaming videos, I don't really know what he's planning to do with it, I think it could be a schlatt situation, where, you know, he just, um, turns kind of the live channel into the main thing, and lets this kind of channel just kind of sit back, but, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day, um, hmm, other interesting things about Connor, as I think he's underrated. His following is weird. It seems like he's a vo- very loyal and interactive fan base, but it's definitely not as big as other people's. Like, I would have expected him to kind of be on par with. Oh, uh, this is actually a hard analogy to make. I don't. I'm par with who I don't know, but I, I expected him to be a bit bigger in size of like streaming. But it seems like he is, while he is smaller, his community is as, as engaged as I've ever seen it. They all seem to be, um, like, really like him. And, you know, like I said, very interactive in chat. Obviously, on Twitter, he has that many followers, so he does well on socials, better on socials. 
but I, I'm wondering where the disconnect is between like this Twitter and then um, the Twitch and the YouTube. My theory is that like, like I said, he's very good at those, you know, timing jokes. You know, the jokes that are like kind of perfectly timed, the, like the one-liners when he's in group content. So I think that may translate well to Twitter because you can just boom, do a one-liner, people like it. But I think when people go to a stream or YouTube, they might be expecting a lot more active content, someone on the kind of XQC Ludwig line where they're always just talking, and that's just how it works. They're like just a stream of talking. And I think that Connor, you know, just has a chill vibe, and I think that may get lost, and people don't maybe seek that out as much on the Twitch or YouTube. And I think that's why um, his Twitter probably remains a bit higher. I would like to see him get a bit more success but more relevancy, I think a lot of times, I mean, I've done this myself, he's related to different people, whether it be like um, Jay Schlatt or, you know, the Dream SMP or Mizkif. He just seems to always be kind of linked to a certain person, which is a bit disappointing. Um, obviously, he did get a big boost um, from um, Jay Schlatt um, and that, you know, different SMPs. He was a he and Jay Schlatt were on SMP Live together where they always ran bits and stuff like that. So I understand that. But, you know, I want him to get a bit more individuality to his character. I think, you know, a lot of his fellow content creators respect him as um, um a creator and all of that. But sometimes I think outside of that, he seems like kind of um a sidekick, which is a bit disappointing in my mind. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He he looks very baby faced. I just feel like I have to add that. I think he's twenty. He's twenty two, so he is definitely very young. But he looks like sometimes he could pass for like, um, <laughs> like sixteen. Honestly, if he probably really could. Um, like Jay Sch- Schlatt is really young too. So Schlatt is um, like same age, and Schlatt looks like literally like five years older than him. It's funny that they're like they're the same age, and he looks so much older. Um, but, um, again, I would like to see him get a bit more individuality in who he is and, um, what he represents. So, I, uh, I really hope that. Um, as for anything else, hmm, uh, I just, I'm going to keep watching him. I hope he keeps continuing doing well. I hope the, the variety content kind of gets revived. But overall, he's just a solid creator with a lot of funny moments. And I kind of just hope to see him succeed even more. I think he deserves all the best. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I have to say. He seems to... Another thing I'll finish it off with. He seems to interact well with almost anyone he talks to. I've watched him play, you know, games with Jay Schlatt, Amaru, um, Puns, Technoblade... And then, like, Ms. Kiff and other people, and he just seems to be able to bounce off a lot of people who, like, function at different content speeds, which is enjoyable to see. So, uh, it seems like he's also played with, like, Amaranth, and it seems like he can kind of bounce off, you know, what the person is, like, giving him back, you know, whether it's a more family-friendly side or more, like, adult-rated side, and I think he's very variable in the, in the content that he's able to, um, not produce, but, like, yeah, produce, and the kind that he's able to produce. He's able to adapt very well, is what I'm trying to say. And I think that will probably be it um, for this episode. I don't want to um, overdo anything, so it's a bit late, but um, 
I appreciate it. I'll support. And then we did get a review. Let me check. I think Thug left us a review. Um, Thug um, left us a review saying, Do you listen to the Chuckle Sandwich podcast? I do. I really enjoy the Chuckle Sandwich podcast. Um, that is with... Um, um, Charlie Slimesickle, Tendivison, and Schlatt. I do listen to that. I listen to it uh, pretty consistently. Um, if yes, would I rather have um, unlimited bacon but no games or unlimited games, unlimited, but no games? Hmm. I think then I'm going to have to go with the unlimited games, unlimited, but no games. Because, um, you know, you have unlimited games. So, um, <laughs> For those who don't know, it's like an inside joke on the podcast, so I had to answer it. Um, if you, what other podcasts do I listen to? Um, I listen to The Yard. Um, that's with uh, Ludwig and his roommates, um, Aiden, um, Nick, and Slime. I think that's a really enjoyable podcast. Um, they're all funny people. I'll give you else what I listen to. Uh, I occasionally listen to my... Uh, I listen to the Offline t- TV podcast. That's another good one. A lot of YouTube podcasts, as you probably expect. Um, and then I also, for a guilty pleasure, I will listen to Critical Role. I don't really play D&D or anything, but I, I find all those people enjoyable, so I'll listen to that. Yeah. Um... I think that's it uh, for this episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much for the support recently. See you next time. Goodbye. (laughs) 